Ag Tire Talks Driving Yield Through Tire Technology, sponsored by Michelin Agriculture. James Tushner with Ag Tire Talk here. I'm with Greg Gillen, Vice President of Global Agriculture with Maxim Tire. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you, James. Glad to be a part of the show today. Excellent, excellent. So we've got some unique products and we've got some highly technical products fitting the driving yield through tire technology vision. But with that being said, let's just talk about, you know, I just went to the no-till um, conference, the national no-till conference. And really one of the questions is, is who is Maxim? So <laughs> why don't you give us just a little bit of background on that as you, uh, you know, continue your fray in, in the North American marketplace? Well, thank you, James. I'd be happy to share a little more, not only with you, but with your listeners about Maxim and, and how we've come to market and how we're bringing our ag solutions to market. So when you look at Maxim historically, I would say through the last 15, almost 20 years, uh, we started out as a specialty tire company focused on construction, mining, uh, material handling, We've evolved into giant OTR, so uh, we produce tires up all the way up to 63 inch. And seven, uh, seven or eight years ago, we launched uh, an ag line, uh, particularly in Europe. It was a radial line designed to meet the needs in Europe. And over the last seven years, it's evolved to truly a full uh, global footprint. We brought it to North America three years ago. And so we're now in our fourth year, call it in the market. So we've been in North America well over 10 years. We just haven't been in the ag market, but four years. So this is our fourth year, call it foray into the market. Um, we're excited. One of the things that, that I think separates Maxim uh, from other manufacturers, and, and perhaps this is my own telling of my own personal story, because I've, I've worked for other tire companies before assuming this position for Maxim. Uh, but the uh, lessons that we've tried to bring is to develop products that uh, have the highest possible quality of product, but also are engineered to carry the absolute best performance characteristics we can bring to the table. And that ensures that what we are selling is a product of value and performance that meets the call it technical demand of the current market and the evolving market, what's going to come in the next 10 years. Well, good. So, you know, a couple of things that I noticed, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this, looking at your radio lineup, I, yeah, I don't think you got any bias in there. That's correct. We okay. are only producing, uh, we do have a few implements okay. that are bias implements uh, for towed equipment, but 95% of our offering is going to be only radial. Uh, all of our tires are R1W, with the exception okay. of some new products that. that we're launching. Everything is an R1W. Okay. Um, and part of our approach, again, it goes back to how do we create, how do we bring to market a product that is top of the line, priced competitively, but delivers the value expectation that you want out of performance machinery? In the end, uh, what differentiates us is the value we can bring not only to our dealers who are commercializing the product, but to the end user who ultimately uses a tire to grow crops, to, to farm, to harvest, et cetera. Well, good, good. So yeah, one of the things I'd like to touch upon um, specifically for the tire dealers, and you know, I got to tell you, one of the great things about traveling as of late, I see the sophistication in the producers continuing to grow, right? They know what the VF stuff is. A, a lot of the no-till guys do, right? They know what lower inflation pressures mean. 
and the like. So why don't we just take a, a, a short drill down on really how you've tried to simplify the categorization of your lines. I know you have an agri extra N and an agri extra H and you know, you do things by series. Absolutely. So why don't you give us a little color on that? Well, again, one of the advantages we have is uh, a lot of us in the Maxim team have come from other tire manufacturers. And so some of the lessons we've tried to bring to the table is how do we create a product offer that delivers to the end user expectation, but is commercially easy to take to market by our immediate customers, which is our dealer distributor wholesale channel. So in essence, uh, our product strategy is relatively simple. We've grouped all of our tires uh, under what we call the family of Agri-Extra. All of our products are called Agri-Extra. Then within that Agri-Extra family, we sub-segregate the products into families based on their aspect ratio. Okay. So for example, if the tire has any uh, anywhere on the sidewall, 80 or 85, it falls under our Agri-Extra 85 family. If it's 65, so call it a 650, 65, 38, it falls under the AgriExo 65, et cetera. Our newest introduction has been our narrow family. So anything that's 90 or 100 aspect ratio. So for example, a 380, 90, 46 would fit in our AgriExtra N for narrow. And anything that's flotation or harvester falls under AgriExtra H. So the whole concept uh, of our product approach is to keep it very simple, very visual, very easy to correlate. Uh, oh, if it's this size tire, it should be under this product offering. Um, that's part of the approach. Then another, a secondary piece to that is for every tire we're bringing to the market, we're only going to bring one size of each tire at the highest possible load index. Okay. So Keep that also keeps it simple, right? I'm going to use the example of a 520-85R42. Uh, we are in the process of putting into production our new uh, 52542, which is a 167 D rated, so 40 mile per hour, nice. a rated uh, tire. And the reason for that is the 52542, you know, again, this is general rules of the industry, but in North America, I would argue that 80% of those end up as drive tires on a harvester, mm-hmm. and about 20% of them may end up on a tractor. So, why do you need two different tires? Why do you need two different load indices? Why don't why can't you just produce one at the highest load index and then let the farmer or the end or the dealer decide, do I put it on a tractor? Do I put it in a harvester? One simple solution that's designed to do both. And that's part of our approach. Well, you know, one of the things, you know, you know, I've been doing this now I'm three decades. You got to be at least two decades. I can't remember exactly, but every time you- I'm at two plus. Okay. Two plus, man. All right. <laughs> uh, anytime you take complexity out of this business, it always ends up proving out for the best, right? Um, so Absolutely. excellent to hear that. And I think that's a big help. And by the way, if there's any questions on the sizing, or uh, if you'd like to um, look at the Maxim specs, obviously on the Maxim site, but also for the for just explanations on load indexes and sizes, you can always go onto the blog to check that out. Now with that, let's get into um, this product that um, is the focal point for our discussion. VF38090R46, very popular sprayer tire, been that um, really a staple of sorts for some time. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is your first VF offering ever. Yes, it is. Absolutely. This is Maxim's foray into the VF market. We're finally um, bringing VF tires, and we've got more than just this one size in development, but this is our first uh, product. And we're very proud to launch it uh, in the coming days here. We'll be participating at the National Farm Machinery Show 
And that'll be our, I would call it our media market introduction of the VF technology into the Maxim offer. Once again, going back to the strategy we discussed a few minutes ago related to the market, one of our additional product strategies is not to create a new name or a new brand to throw the tires in. We're just going to fold the VF sizes into each subfamily where it belongs. So in the future, we will have a 710 7042 that'll fit in our Agri Extra XL family, which is our high horsepower line. And when we develop a VF 710 7042, then the, the dealer, the distributor, the farmer will have the choice of saying, oh, hey, I can buy a standard 710 or I can buy the VF 710 in the Agri Extra XL family. So back to the 38096, our VF 38090s specifically designed four self-propelled sprayers. It's a 173 load index, uh, D-rated 40 mile per hour casing tire. So it is designed specifically to operate on self-propelled sprayers anywhere from 800 up to 1600 gallons, depending on the distribution of the machine, the brand, the load, the application, et cetera. But the technology is there designed to give you the optimum performance of the product. Excellent. So looking at that tire visually, You've got some deviation in really the tread decking between the lugs. It looks um, perhaps they're uh, a mud deflectors or the like. Do you want to comment on those physical attributes? Absolutely. Three eighty ninety or forty six. So, if you were to put our standard three eighty ninety forty six adjacent to our VF tire, you would immediately notice a few things. Okay. Probably the two biggest uh, product differences is the uh, number of lugs. There's significantly more lugs on the VF tire versus the standard tire. Uh, the spacing of the lugs is significantly tighter. And that's just a reflection on the fact that sprayers, uh, particularly commercial sprayers, uh, sprayers used by co-ops or custom applicators, spend almost 65, 70% of the time transporting and roading from field to field, work to work. That's just the nature of the beast. So part of the specification, some of the design features we put into the product was to ensure that we had a tread design that would allow stability of the load, especially in roading conditions and at high speed. Uh, as much as the, all the manufacturers will tell you that a sprayer should not travel with a loaded tank, the reality is we, we tend to see loaded tankers going down the road. It, it is what it is. So as a tire manufacturer, we have to develop features, products, and benefits that are designed to offset that, that potential environment. So that's one of the features we put. Another thing you notice quite astutely, James, is if you look between our lug designs, yes, we have a mud breaker. That is uniform in all of our tires. Oh, it is. Okay. Uh, it, we, I call it a step. You could call it a mud breaker, et cetera. But the function of that particular uh, feature in the tread design is as a tire flexes under load, especially in the field, it acts as a pressure point that allows for auto evacuation and keeps the tread design clean. Great which explanation on that. Excellent. gives you absolute traction. It ensures that that footprint continues to push forward. We've had nothing but phenomenal performance and feedback from the customers that are using our tires, regardless of size, uh, regardless of tractor, because of the ability of the tread design to grip, to track, and to transmit the torque. Good deal. You know, one of the questions I sometimes get is, hey, I got a 380-9046. It's on a, a old track, pull behind spray, whatever. Hey, can I just slap this on my self-propelled sprayer? And really the short answer is no. And that's why, correct me if I'm wrong, you made this be a 3D nine or four. It's just because there is a difference. When you have lower void ratio or the lugs are closer together, right? Your roading is going to improve exponentially. 
I would answer yes. From a design standpoint, um, the VF38946 is an R1. It's our only product that's an R1 in terms of tread depth. Oh, so one okay. of the things we've discovered with, obviously, with sprayers is you can't put a deep tread tire because of the amount of torque and load that you have when you're roading the machinery. So most of our, not only our tires, I would argue that most of the manufacturers' VF technology focus on sprayers tend to be R1s versus R1W, the deeper tread. Now, having said all that, up until the release of our 380-9046, our VF tire, our standard tire, um, I, I am pretty confident has been sold. Uh, and mounted on smaller sprayers. So although the tire was not necessarily engineered for that because it was engineered for tractor use, what we've discovered is with the technology we've put into our standard product, I would argue on the lighter sprayers, 800,000 gallon sprayers, not necessarily uh-huh. the heavier ones, but we've had nothing but successful performance of our tire. So, so far, so good. We're confident that that we could argue that our standard tire will work fine on a lighter sprayer, but I would encourage customers to really put a VF tire if you're going to be running them on a self-propelled sprayer at heavy load. Amen. So really a nice clean takeaway. If you're going to have, if you've got a bigger sprayer, 1200 gallons, you know, we, we're seeing 1600 gallons out there. Make sure you get the VF rated, right? Specifically Absolutely. designed for that sprayer to make sure you've got the performance to handle, right? The heavier weights and, and, and the higher speeds as well. Well, and there's an air pressure component as well, James. People underestimate the power of, you know, obviously with any tire, 20% of the load is really carried by the casing. 80% of it is the air. So one of the unfortunate features when you use a standard tire in a VF application is in order to carry the load, you have to bump up the air pressure because the material, the rubber materials are compounding. The casing isn't designed for that kind of flexing. So in the case of our 380-9046 standard, if you were to put that, let's call it on a 900 gallon sprayer, just as an example, the odds are you're gonna be operating at 60 PSI, where if you're running a VF tire with that narrow rubber, that R1, it's designed for that, you probably would be anywhere in the 30s or 40s. So you're almost dropping your air pressure by 50%. And that's the advantage of VF technology, that it can carry the load, but it can also lower the air pressure equation because of the casing material, which reduces soil compaction. So it all becomes a trade-off. You know, what you win on one side, you lose on the other side. The answer is pick the product that best suits the equipment to best suit the work you're trying to do. True. Okay. And with that being said, with that 40% less air pressure, why don't you just give a brief synopsis on what that does for your footprint using the VF as opposed to a standard with those 40% reduction in inflation pressures? Well, like anything else, the original intent of IF and VF technology, IF being increased flexion, uh, the original concept was to either increase or decrease. So you could decrease the air pressure by 20% and extend your footprint, which would lower your soil compaction, or conversely, increase your weight by 20%, and maintain the same air pressure, which would maintain your same footprint. When we evolved to the VF technology, it's the same math, but at a 40% level. So you could either lower your air pressure by 40%, which would extend your footprint almost by 40%, severely dropping your potential for soil compaction, or you could remain at your same existing footprint, but increase your load by 40%. I would argue, I would argue that, um, VF technology has provided an answer to the OEMs that previous technology couldn't provide. 
And the biggest change for that has been with the growth of the ag market worldwide, with the demand for faster food production, I would actually I would argue that axle loads horsepower has increased. And what a VF technology brings to the table is I can bring you a tire that fits in the same wheelbase, but I can give you the ability to stay at the same footprint, but carry 40% more load, which means a heavier axle, more horsepower, perhaps a bigger implement. All of that has been allowed due to the uh, utilization of VF technology. Uh, I think the one segment of machinery where VF has provided what I would call a market solution has been on sprayers. Up until the advent of VF, in order to carry a tall, narrow tire, we were operating anywhere from 80 to 100 yeah, PSI. It was with high, the, which truck tire PSI. Very high, very high, lots of compaction, lots of sidewall failures, lots of technical issues. Mm-hmm. With VF technology, we have brought that air footprint equation back to a kind of a normal level. And you've created a, a product that is specifically engineered to deliver the unique aspects of a sprayer in, in operation. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I think that pretty much wraps the VF 380-90R46. I've got some other forward comments on a couple of other lines. Yes. With that, before we get to that, any other closing comments or thoughts on the development? And as this is a first pro, for one of the first in the development series, where you see development going from here? Well, honestly, um, as we continue to grow in the marketplace and as we start to align with OEMs, uh, I'm sure that our VF approach will evolve and change as we partner up with some of the manufacturers mm-hmm. and focus on their solutions. Um, in the interim, we already have projects in, projects in the making, so we're already focusing on developing VF solutions, not only for North America, but also for our European market and for other markets around the world where we see opportunities uh, to bring solutions. You know, a lot of what we do in the U.S., uh, specifically U.S. and Canada in dual, our European colleagues do it in super single, which puts significant more pressure on that tire. So coming up with working solutions uh, that can immediately affect the market is part of the strategy. So the, the, the big answer to your question is we're not just looking at sprayers. We're looking at tractors. We're looking at harvesters. We're looking at flotation. We're looking at a bunch of different uh, projects where we already have um, not only tires in design, but ideas as to what else we're going to bring to market over the next, I would call it, 18 to 36 months. Yeah, I did notice that in the development. You've got really it's a wide swath and it's not just chipping off one segment. I mean, you got combine stuff going on, new releases, you've got, you know, manure spreader stuff going on, flotations, yes. you got sprayers and, and you know the the whole whole full gamut which and then it goes back to your ultimate goal right of being a full service provider. Now let's talk about the sprayer piece just a little bit further on yes. more of a near-term level. So you've got the uh, narrow stuff. You've got your 3890R46. I see a V380105R50 coming. So we all know that the conversions are very popular out there to flotation, right? So if yes. you want to just use deer and R4038, the conversions to flotation puts you at a 650-65R38. Right. Um, The R4045, typically an 800 section width tire. Um, So are you planning on, you know, doing stuff for the flotation piece? And if so, what are you thinking about doing as far as are you going to do standard VF? What do you do? Thank thank you for the lead. And actually, we, we just completed a change that just hit the market this past fall. So our original 650, 65, 38 
which is, you know, uh, it's if you look at the global tire market, if in North America, our number one traded replacement size is a 480, 46, the 650, mm-hmm. 65, 38 is the equivalent of that in the European market. Just has to do with the horsepower range of tractors that are used right. in the 150, 170 yep. horsepower. Um, so our original inception tire uh, in a flotation tire was the 650, 65, 38 at a 160 AAB. Uh, we just released a brand new 650 6538, which will go to a 166D. And the purpose of that tire Smart. is to bring a flotation solution that's tailored to the North American sprayer floater option, but can fit that European tractor. So we've already developed a tire that once again has the technology, has the load capacity, has the casing materials to evolve to the next range of standard tractors in Europe, but is specifically designed to meet the flotation option in North America. So that's all part of our evolution of product as we continue to bring meaningful products. So we will in the future and and future being the next 12 months, we will stop and desist the construction of the lower load index and only focus our capacity on the higher load index tire. Okay, good, good. Any plans for VF on some of the flotation stuff, or is that really too premature to to ask? I would say the answer is yes, but I don't want to get into the specifics. Okay, great, great. Okay. Well, um, just in closing, really, um, this is a noteworthy podcast recording from the standpoint that really it fits the really our objective which is driving yield through tire technology and with that being to talk about the first the very first vf offering for maxim and um, where you're going with all of that any closing thoughts not only on the direction of maxim but um, also your vf offerings and specifically the sprayer tire that we just talked about today no i think that uh, first and foremost um I think the topic of the month on the podcast is is timely, only in the sense that if we look at crop prices over the last three years, uh, obviously we're we're at at historical high levels, and mm-hmm. and I suspect because of planetary population, I don't think those levels are going to drop severely in the next couple of years. I think they're going to remain perhaps not as high as they are now, but they're never going to drop to where we were maybe three years ago. There's too many people so, on the planet. Too many people on the planet. And so, it, you know, I think your podcast is on the money. It is all going to be about yield. It's Amen. all going to be about delivering the harvest, getting the maximum production we can out of the, the global market. So I think the more all of us as tire manufacturers can develop products and solutions that create the right techno- technological solution, but also deliver the value expectation and bring to market things that will affect the yield. So if, if, if there's anything I can do is continue to bring products that reduce compaction. Compaction is the, the number one, call it impactor of yield. So if I can bring solutions that deliver not only a product value, an engineering value, performance value, but lower compaction and do it all simultaneously, then hopefully the farmers that use Maxims will see that benefit. Not only will they buy more Maxims, but also will get the benefit in terms of the yield that their farms will produce. So the answer is, yes, we're going to continue to push forward with VF tires. We're going to continue to develop product solutions. And our focus is going to be to bring a value performance that delivers a difference. And if that difference yields additional crops to those farmers, everybody wins. 
Well, you know, and just to close on that thought, you've invested a, a significant amount of time telling the story and discussing all the attributes of not only VF technology and the flotation piece and the reduced soil compaction and also the reduced fuel savings. And I got to tell you, it's been worth it because as I go across the country, there's an awakening. I continue to see it as you go, you know, it, two years ago, no one could even chat about what a VF was, but now those more sophisticated producers Absolutely. out there, they know it, right? They understand the inflation pressure piece. So my goodness, I'm, thank you again for being on the podcast. We really are making a difference. And at the end of the day, I think it's going to be good for all parties across the planet, every which way to promote this high, more highly technical stuff to, as you said, increase yield. So there you go. That's, that's my closing thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, James. Appreciate your time. Appreciate the opportunity to share this message with your listeners and excited about what Maxim is doing and what Maxim will do and what we hope to achieve in the coming years. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, James.